Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Elizabeth Dutton. Yes, Zarin. You know what's ridiculous? Yeah, I'll tell you what's ridiculous. High-heeled Crocs. Wait, is that real? I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> Are you just making no, that No, I had a dream last night that I was someone was forcing me to wear high-heeled Crocs. And they had like a chunky heel. Okay, I was wondering if it was a square heel or like a stiletto. No, it was a square heel and they were blue. Mm-hmm. And they had like an ankle strap thing too. Interesting. So if that exists, it's ridiculous. <laughs> The fact you're dreaming about Crocs is ridiculous. (laughs) Okay, that's a good one. But how about the story of a mysterious criminal who nightly stalks the streets and avenues of the United Kingdom? This madman or madwoman searches for victims, and when one is found, they seize upon their target with criminal intent. And when their dirty business is done, they leave behind the unmistakable evidence of their attack. That sounds scary. Another shaved cat. Wait, what? Yeah. So you ready for the unsolved mystery of the great UK cat shaver? <laughs> I am so ready. This is Ridiculous Crime, a podcast about absurd and outrageous capers, heists, and cons. It's always 99% murder-free and 100% ridiculous. Okay, Elizabeth, I promised you a story of a cat shaver. Yes. And now, and I'll deliver on that extremely ridiculous crime in one second, but first, I think we need to establish a little context for this story. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about... I mean, you can't just jump right into cat shaving. No, no, right? not I mean, at I think all. that's been like an understood thing since the beginning of time. Don't just <laughs> rush into cat shaving. Never, so, never. Let me tell you about the furry fury of cat lovers, specifically the cat lovers of the UK. Wait, listen to me. Let me tell you. You lived in the UK. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me about the furry cat lovers? Well, all I can say is that in Glasgow, the cats are enormous and it's awesome. What do you mean? There's the biggest cat house cats I've ever seen in my life. Just generally? Like, it's yeah, not just like just, Maine Coons are big, but No, like they're just all, biggins. And is it the diet? I don't know. I don't know. But you they're didn't big. ask around? You're just like, well, no, whatever. I keep to myself. There, <laughs> there was one that lived across the, like, back clothes or whatever from me, and I would look out the window, and I always try and lure it over to, to visit. Mm-hmm. And it, it 
was had big stranger danger vibes every time I did that and would look at me terrified and run away. And I was like, no, hmm. I just want to see this gigantic cat in person. But then you'd walk around and see all these other gigantic cats. Do you think the cat knew you had dog energy? Yeah, yeah. 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 But you know what? Uh, every dog I've had has loved cats. That's true. That's very true. So... I say this like I've known every dog you've ever known, but <laughs> you have like a scrapbook. Yeah, I sometimes, you know, I talk to your mother. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so tell me about Wallace. Was he good with cats? Wallace was the best dog ever. No offense to Elliot, but yeah. yeah. Well, Elliot, he can't hear anymore, so yeah, <laughs> just passed. Wallace right loved head. cats. Yes. Okay, so imagine those big giant cats of Scotland, yes. and imagine the people who love them and very passionately. Yes. Now imagine a woman in the UK who had to have police protection from the death threats that she received after she threw someone's cat in the trash. Wait, what she do? <laughs> I said she threw someone's cat in the trash. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I know, but it's, it's it's quite the headline. But you have to understand, the cat was unharmed. Okay, well, that's so, good. And also, this story is far more nuanced than a lady threw a cat in the trash. I bet. Yeah, you know, kind of. It's still a little bit. Though. Okay, I want you to picture it. Yes. It's 2010. You are in the English city of Coventry in the West Midlands area of the United Kingdom. You ever been there? No. Okay. The city is historically part of an area called Warwickshire, about 19 miles southeast of Birmingham. It's a Saturday, evening time, around 8 p.m. You notice a woman out alone. She's a 45-year-old bank worker named Mary Bale. She's just out for an evening stroll, a walk, a constitutional, if you will. Now, you notice her stop a moment. She bends low to pet a little four-year-old cat. She's like, oh friendly with the cat. You're like, these two know each other. Mary Bale has passed this cat many times on this walk. She's a neighborhood gal. And when she bends low to pet the cat, she gently nuzzles it. And the cat comes over and it's like very friendly with her. And they're just having their little moment. And then you notice that she picks up the cat by the scruff of its neck, carries well, like it over. A, like a mama would. Exactly. Just like a mama would. I don't know where, I don't like where this is going. Carries it over to a street side trash bin, lifts the lid, dumps the cat in. And walks away. <laughs> she closed the lid after? Uh, yeah. yeah. She's, like, <laughs> she's like, and that goes there, and I'm out. <laughs> now, all of this was recorded by you, a CCTV camera. I'm a CCTV camera? Yes, you are, the all-seeing eye. That's fun. Nothing that you are, the unblinking eye that misses nothing on that street. Now, what you don't see is that 15 hours later, the cat's owner, a Mr. Daryl Mann, 26, he discovers his missing cat, Lola. Oh, he f- oh, was that? Oh. No, it's the cat's fine. Remember I told you? Yeah. Cat is fine. Cat was in the bin. But they'd been gone all day long. They had no idea. They're like, oh. And, but they heard when they come home some noise, some crying sound. So they're like, what is that? Sounds like a cat in distress. They go over to the trash and look, there's Lola. <gasps> so they'd never known that Lola was gone until they discovered Lola oh, in the wow. trash bin. Well, they obviously didn't care very much for Lola. They don't <laughs> even notice she's gone. I'm telling you. They're like, well, wait, how could the cat get in a trash bin? The wife. Stephanie, she's like, nah, I don't know about this, honey. I'm thinking it's one of our, you know, <clears throat> untrustworthy neighbors. Huh. I know. Dude's like, well, you know, we I uh, put that CCT- CCTV camera up, you, and uh, uh. It, I bet it got some footage. Oh, so I live in their home. I'm not like one of the UK government CCTV no. cameras. You are a private CCTV mm. camera that they have put outside because they've had problems in the past. Oh, really? Yeah. So they, they check the footage. and What do they see? Well, they see. They see what you saw. A woman <laughs> come along and pet their cat, pick it up, and toss it in the trash. Now, the mans are aghast. They're like, oh, how dare someone do this to Lola? They're well, like, sure. Like, you know, who would do such a thing? Stephanie's personally the most offended, right? She's like, this is just so, I can't trust the people we live near. This is so terrible. She was shaken to the core completely, by this. Completely. I mean, her faith in humanity. Was that the, I wonder if that was the worst thing that ever happened in her life. <laughs> I think uh, And she's way ahead not. of the game. <laughs> um, so the mans decide, okay, we need to be able to feel safe, both for ourselves and for our cat, to solve this mystery. So they go and they take the footage from CCTV, they load it on YouTube, and they put it up on a, a Facebook page. Oh. And the Facebook page is called Help Find the Woman Who Put My Cat in the Bin. <laughs> 
I shouldn't laugh. I'm so sorry. It's all right. I, I, had a, I was laughing the whole time I was researching this. So just I'll be <laughs> honest. So the video and the Facebook page, of course, what do they do? They go viral. Boom. Well, yeah. This is 2010. So people are like savagely viral at this time. Like not that they're not now, but they it's, really didn't even understand the power they had. They were like, okay, we know about doxing, but they hadn't got into like busting out every racist Karen that ever came along. They hadn't quite become the thing. It's a more jaded viral now. Yes. Don't oh, you yeah, think? Completely. Like then it was like, uh, oh, shucks. I can't believe the world's crazy. Now it's like, no, the world's insane. <laughs> it's ending. Here, look at this crazy person. Let's destroy him. Yeah, man. they were like, uh, what is it? I guess like six years deep into Facebook at that point. So Facebook is like, you know, a thing, but not really, you know, what we now see it as, which is like, oh, you can sponsor genocide with this. This is amazing. <laughs> but anyway. It's pre-genocide Facebook. Pre-genocide Facebook, right? So the man's uploaded the video. The video goes viral. And that's on a Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Now, by Sunday night, the people on 4chan, they've already found Barry Bale and oh, completely doxxed Those heroes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the 4chan folks are on it. Now, Monday morning comes around. Mary Bale has no idea any of this is going on because oh, wow. Mary Bale is just chill like that. And uh, she gets a call from her boss at the bank. And she's like, oh, yeah, so I'm getting ready to pop into the office. And he's like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, well, you know, you don't really work here anymore. So you don't need to do that. So she's out. She has to resign from her job of 27 years. This is the first indicator to her that something horrible is going wrong in her life. I feel like 4chan would have supported her if I were to have <laughs> written this on my own. We have to understand, though, that this is like someone putting a cat in the trash, I think, can unite people across the that aisle. That is true. It's one That's of those things true. like Dolly Parton, everyone can agree on. Yeah. So Facebook now, meanwhile, is starting to like kick into gear. So there is a new Facebook group mm-hmm. that the mans did not put up called Death to Mary Bale. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So now the, this is on Monday. On Tuesday, the British press g- descends. They're like, oh, look, a story. Oh, and you know, they're <laughs> so gentle about Oh, my God. Things. So they come out there with a bunch of rusty knives and spoons and start setting up to work. They're like, oh, we can make a meal of this. <laughs> and uh, they make their traditional, you know, tabloid pig's breakfast of it. Now, when I say the British press... I don't mean like the great press. It's mostly the Sun, the Mirror, the Daily Mail. But then also it's the BBC One, BBC Two, Sky TV News. And of course, America's Fox News gets in on the scrum. They're like, oh, fresh blood. Anyway, the man's, they're like starting to feel bad about what they have done. They're like, oh, dearie. (laughs) So they realize (laughs) that they really, you know, put Mary Bale in it because they're getting cameras at their place. They can only imagine what's happening for old Mary Bale. So news cameras are descending on them. They're going, now what happened? How terrible is this cat in the trash ordeal you went through? They're like, oh, bother. It was terrible. No, actually, they're very um, not like upper crust Tory people. And I I don't want to like, you know, class shame them. So I'm not going to really make fun of their accents or any of what they said. But their quotes are interesting. Well, I'll I'll, I'll do you this one. Are you going to give me a quote? I'll give you one quote. So Daryl Mann is asked about like how bad things are. And he's like, you know, basically admitting that like, the cat is a night cat. They didn't know that Lola was out. They only noticed it when they pulled back from, like, you know, popping down to the store. And then they heard the screams. And he's like, he says, I thought she might have gotten in herself. She's not the brightest cat, right? You know? That <laughs> honestly would have been my first read on it, like, that the cat was trying to get into the can. and Exactly. It, it seems like a thing rac- that cat would do. It happens to raccoons a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, raccoons are kind of dumb. But anyway, mm, I'm not going to. Don't I don't say want the, that. Ca- the raccoon people coming after me. So... So then my dude, Daryl Mann, he's, uh, you know, he he is like trying to kind of like shift, not the the blame away from what she did, but like, you know, it could have been. But then he realizes, oh, wait, wait, the news people will leave and I won't be able to, like you know, get all this like attention. So he's like reverts back to the rhetorical position he had before, which is, I know people are angry. We was angry at the time. So now he's back on the side of everyone who's got their pitchforks up, Uh, right? We we was. We was, yeah. So, you know, this is why I'm not going to go too many of his quotes. It seems unfair to the man. So I'm I'm just a... a grammatical jerk. Yeah, I know you are, babe. I know. (laughs) The mans, to their credit, they they do try to like kind of quell this fast spiraling internet storm that is surrounding poor Mary Bale, right? Mm -hmm. So Stephanie Mann, she goes and talks to the news cameras, talks to the viewers and appeals to their good conscience. And I quote. Yeah. I can't believe the reaction to the story. I only posted it on Facebook because I wanted to see who she was. Now the police know who she is. I think people should leave it to them in the RSPCA and not take matters in their own hands. Whatever she's done, I don't like her, but I don't want her to get hurt. It needs to be dealt with properly, not by people getting aggressive with her. 
That's really good. Yeah, right? I mean, it's like pretty much flawless. Excellent. It was like me and Dick Van Dyke are your go-tos for British accent. L-O-L-R-U. <laughs> but okay, here's the thing. She said she posted it on Facebook just because she wanted to see who it was. I'm just, you know, just teasing, but testing. What? And then she finds out and just walks away from that? Come on. Washed your hands. Washed your hands. She's like, what? Whatever she's done. I think Mary needs to. No, not Mary. What's her name? Oh, Stephanie. Stephanie. Stephanie Man. She needs to man up. (laughs) Pun intended. And just admit what it like. Legitimately, when she posted it, and she just wanted to find out who it was. Then what was she gonna do? Tell yeah, the truth. Exactly. Steph. Yeah, like, what was the whole point of finding out? She's going to go tune up. Were you going to go put her cat in the, the trash? Tune this lady up. <laughs> you think so? Just oh, British yeah. style? Oh, yeah. She Come was over gonna... and glass her? Just like, <laughs> walk up? <laughs> they were Boy, gonna... what you drinking, Mary? They were going to put on some Kappa track suits and just head over there and... <laughs> Bring a couple of dudes they know. <laughs> Give her the old have what no for? futures. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. So, now, if you can imagine, so the press has descended on the man's Meanwhile, over at Mary Bale's place, back at the ranch, uh, she is perpetually surrounded by angry cat lovers, animal defenders, and the British press. Quite the mix, right? Yeah. Now, she's good because she no longer has to go to work, so she doesn't really have to leave her house, so that's going for her. But it's bad because at the same time, she needs a police escort to go visit her ailing father in the hospital. So, like, stuff's getting real for her. At one point, Facebook's like, you know what? I feel bad for this girl. You know, so let's uh, let's do what we can. And they go and the a Facebook spokeswoman tells the press, we can't comment on individual cases for privacy reasons, but I can tell you that one group entitled Death to Mary Bale has been removed today. One group. <laughs> yeah, just one group. <laughs> like, we took out the worst one. But all one. the other death to fill in the blank, <laughs> I'll leave them. Yeah, we, I mean, what are we doing here? You know, come on. We got a business to run. <laughs> We can't be looking out for every Mary Bale, Tom, Dick, and Harry. Can't you? You got to do this little work to get to the big work of genocide. Exactly, step by step, darling. Now, eventually, due to public outcry, Mary Bale she gets arrested. Oh. Oh yeah, because they're like, look, you you, yeah. you, you can't be just abusing cats. Yeah, it's out there. They this gotta is England. Do <laughs> I just like saying that. <laughs> anyway, so Mary Bale she gets arrested. She has to go before a judge to face justice. Now. Do you think this is going to go well for old Mary? No. (laughs) (laughs) If it did, we wouldn't be talking about it. Well, we'll be back after a short break, and I'll tell you all about how Mary Bale gets out of jail. (laughs) Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper 
into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. So... After Death to Mary Bale fails on its uh, merits and Facebook's like, look, we got to like look out for this lady. And she gets arrested. She goes before the judge. Luckily, she finally now has someone who understands what has occurred for poor Mary Bale. She has Judge Caroline Goldborn. Now, Judge Caroline Goldborn is like, you know, human about this. She says, look. Not Ma- feline about it. <laughs> no, not feline about it. So, She's all rare. You know, like oh, this week drew the wrong <laughs> justice on this. So one. busted on this one. She's just dressed like a kitty cat. <laughs> She's licking her hands and cleaning herself in court. <laughs> So Judge Caroline Goldborn, she's like, look, Mary, you're guilty of animal endangerment. There's no doubt about that. The camera, everything. We can't even contest this. But you've really gone through the ringer, my lady. The media interest has just been crushing on you. You've been vilified everywhere. I'm going to take that into account when we talk about justice. She's like, look, I understand that when you were walking, you were going basically to uh, a hospital. So you're a little bit out of sorts, right? And you're like, you know, she's walking from her mother, her place to her mother's place over to the hospital to see her dad who's ailing. Oh, Remember the dad's ailing. So yeah. she's got like, you know, the, she needed police protection to go see him. So the judge takes this into account and is like, look, the cat wasn't even injured. So yeah, I'm not going to throw the book at you. So Mary Vale... In court, she finally speaks to this. She's like, look, people, it's a cat. No, she didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I cannot explain why I did this. It is completely out of character, and I certainly did not intend to cause any distress to Lola or her owners. It was a split second of misjudgment that has gotten completely out of control. I wish to reiterate that I'm profoundly sorry for my actions and wish to resolve this matter to everyone's satisfaction as soon as possible. So, you know, it's pretty decent. Yeah. Now, she did lose her job of 27 years. She has to... <laughs> Pay a small fine, and she was banned from owning a pet for five years. Oh, did she already have a pet? Did they confiscate it? <laughs> no, they did not take a pet from her. They, they just walk told her, in. like, don't you try going into a pet store, Mary. Yeah. yeah. Well. Now, the uh, novelist MJ Highland, uh, she wrote a highly esteemed essay included in the best of Australia's essays of 2011, and it was called The Trial of Mary Bale. She was so moved by what happened to this woman that she writes about it, right? And I thought there was two points she made in her essay that were worth saying. And I quote. Yeah. If Mary had been a teenager, a welfare sponger, or a lout with a crack habit, there'd be no story. This is a professional, intelligent, middle-aged, middle-class woman surprising the hell out of us. Oh, that's kind of a loaded statement. Right? So basically, like, the whole thing is everybody goes crazy over this cat being tossed in the trash, which admittedly is bad. Don't get me wrong. But, like, calling for her death seems a bit oh, yeah. outsized, right? Oh, hugely. And we all know how that goes these days. Like, this, we we now live in the wake of those uh, online times. Because, like, at that time, BuzzFeed published her home address and her phone number. Like, oh. that's what I mean. Like, things were a little oh. bit different, you know? A little like, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. So, like... The 
other thing that's wild to me about this story is this all happened in, like, a town, this Coventry town, is right near Birmingham. Uh-huh. I don't know much about England. I don't know about you. But the only thing I know about Birmingham is Peaky Blinders is from there, right? So, like, yeah. I'm picturing, like, Peaky Blinders and all these people getting mad about a cat <laughs> in the trash. And I know this is bad, but I was like, dude, this is progress, England. You used to have to deal with, like, knivings and thievings and murders and all sorts of prostitution and gambling houses. Now you're just like, oh, we got a cat in the trash and getting all insane about it. This is progress. Be happy. <laughs> No? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Admittedly, I have a different view of jurisprudence. Well, you know that Peaky Blinders isn't a documentary. What? It's like live PD, but... (laughs) Yeah, I just think it's real. Absolutely real. I I was just imagining these are like a little bit more like working class people with problems that were beyond... Yeah, but how far from Birmingham was it? Like 20 miles, 19 miles. That's a long way. Like, think about it this way. Oh. I'm going to tell you. Okay, so think about it. If you're there in the UK, 20 miles is a pretty good distance from one place to the next, from one town to the next. Okay. And where we are, we're in California, we're in an urban area. Uh And so, you know, you drive 20 miles, you've gone, like in the Bay Area, if I'm in the East Bay, which I am, if I drive 20 miles, I've gone through nothing but solid towns one after another. Yeah, yeah. And so if you take like this, the whole size of California and you superimpose that over the British Isle, mm-hmm. you it's the same, it's California's the same length. And so if I'm driving 20 miles like from Stockton mm-hmm. out into that, you know, a good sized city, yeah, I'm gonna get to a tiny town that's gonna be nothing, nothing like, like Stockton. It. Yeah. I see your point. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but I do like the idea of it's as if they have like a secret in the in the in England that, you know. They want everyone else to think that it's so rough and gritty. And in truth, it's just cat binnings. Is yeah, like exactly. People are getting insane about like pet crimes. It's like, <laughs> all right, I, I wish. I, right. I think we all wish. We wish that that was the peak of of bad behavior. Okay. Now, as I promised, you ready for I, yes. the mystery of the great UK cat shaver? Oh, that's right. We were talking about this. Yeah. See, I, I just wanted to set you up for the like how wild England is about cats before we get mm-hmm. into an even crazier cat crime. Yeah. Well, they say in Scotland that men, cr- there are two times in their lives that men cry. When? Uh, when their dog dies and when their football team loses. I think I'm remembering that correctly. <laughs> it sounds accurate. Yeah. Okay. So I want you now to jump six years forward from 2010 to 2016. I'm right there. Okay. You're still in England. Cool. And uh, you open up the newspaper and you see there is a worrying new crime trend underway. Hmm. Quote, a serial cat clipper is feared to be on the loose in a city with several felines coming home shaved. Wait, they (laughs) come home shaved? (laughs) Yes. So (laughs) it starts with basically local news reports coming and talking to there is a wave of cat crime. So pet owner Charlene Freeman, 28-year-old mother of three, she was... uh, disturbed when her cat came home with a fresh buzz cut. This was <laughs> <laughs> this was like just shocking to her and her imagine her three children. So now over a few these few weeks there are six reports of shaved cats showing up at various homes in the area. So of course after the sixth cat they're like, well we need a name for this. So <laughs> yeah. they come up with the Plymouth Cat Shaver. Oh that's very utilitarian name. <laughs> yeah it's kind of you know whatever. And Plymouth as in like the uh Pilgrim's Plymouth, you know, uh-huh. like, yeah. so Plymouth, this is like on southeast uh, England. So now we're like um, further south yeah. and to the left. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> south <to the> left. <laughs> southeast. Is that southwest? Right. Southwest. <laughs> what did I say? Southeast. Whatever. Why were you listening? Southwest. <laughs> I'm so, here to keep you honest, pal. I like that. All right. Keep me honest in this one. Elizabeth, you had to shave a cat. How would you do it? Oh. How hmm. would you shave a cat? How would I shave a cat? Well, how would you and it's shave not a, a cat? It's not Nothing a cat that dog. I own. Um, yeah, let's go with it's not a it's cat. It's a stranger you cat? Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a right. cat you're going to have to kind of coerce so into first, this shaving. First, I I make friends with this cat. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a while. Oh. Luring it in. Oh, I see. I'm going to like supply it with some treats, maybe open up a can of tuna and be like, hey, it's cool. Just come on over. <laughs> We're just I'm just sitting here chilling, handing out tuna. And then I'm going to get it to where the cat is. Is, is into it. So then I get the cat like sitting on my lap. Mm-hmm. I'm petting it. It's purring. And then I act like, all right, I got to get out of here. See ya. So 
I leave them wanting more. <laughs> and the cat's like, where's that cool lady? The two that smells like tuna. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm busy right now. And then, so the cat's I'm looking busy. for me. <laughs> and I'm kind of ghosting the cat a little bit mm-hmm. at first. And I'm like, no, no, it's cool. Here I am. And then one time when I get it nice and sleepy, I mm-hmm. get the clippers that I have mm-hmm. for the, my dog. Mm-hmm who wouldn't be involved in this. He's innocent. <laughs> but the clippers are specifically for dogs who are really quiet. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they're like, they're, they're rechargeable. They don't plug into the wall. The ones that plug into the wall are crazy loud. Yeah. Like so these quieter. are quiet. So I turn it on, see if the cat wakes up, and then I just do it as fast as I possibly can. Just <laughs> If I'm just doing like a little section, mm-hmm. if I wanted to do the whole cat, it would have to be, you know, a, a more gentle, I'd light some candles, <laughs> I'd mood. put on some Enya and just like, <laughs> say a little way. And then I'd say to the cat, shh, 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 it's, it's okay. <laughs> Step into the vibe. <laughs> I'm really, I don't like that I'm thinking about this. So, lately. but you would go undercover with the cat. You would basically have an undercover relationship where yeah. you earn the cat's trust and then you get him with the clippers. Or... You know, they have those things for if you want to wash cats. Uh, I do not know about this now. Where it's like a sling and you put, sling? You put their their paw, their legs oh, okay. so through like, the there's holes. Like four holes in the bottom. And, and then you okay. hold it up and uh-huh. they're supposed to. And cats go for this? I don't think doesn't so. sound like a cat I've, thing at all. I've seen them and, and like you can put them in that, I guess, to clip their nails because they don't like that either. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I knew someone who got one because they thought. Like the cat had a bunch of crud on it from going in the like the garbage or something. <laughs> they had to wash the cat from and they weren't binned. they didn't know how to do it. Yeah, maybe it got tossed in the bin. And then they just gave up. They bought the sling, but we were afraid to use it. Just I bet. If that's the first time you're going in to wash a cat and you're coming in with all sorts mm-hmm. of weird extras. Yeah. I'm imagining mm-hmm. that's not going to play well. Yeah. Well, I, now, I didn't grow up with cats, so I don't know anything about, like, how one would shave a cat. I don't know, like, you know, can you just, like, give it, like, a little bit of tuna? Like, I liked your idea. That makes total sense I've to me. I've always but, like, wanted to—we had this cat named Eric, uh-huh. who was big and sassy. Uh-huh. Big, sassy Eric. Big, sassy Eric. Super dramatic. <laughs> you had a dramatic cat. He was—well, if you were, like, pulling into the driveway and you just came to a stop, he'd run out in front of the car with, like, a terrified look on his face, mm-hmm. like, <gasps> don't hit me. And you're like, Eric, I just— I put the car in park. Come on. Or like if you're cutting a branch in a tree, he comes out of nowhere and stands under it like. <gasps> <laughs> so do you think that Eric, Eric would throw himself into being well, shaved? Eric was enormous. He was like a 25 pound cat. Oh, so he'd be like a fun target for the cat shaver too. Well, no, because I was always just wondering underneath that fur, mm-hmm. does he have cellulite? You wondered. And I was like, if I shave, <laughs> if I shave, that's such an American statement. If I shave this cat, it's going to be so grotesque and yet so interesting to see what he looks like <laughs> under the fur. And and I would try and convince my family, hey, we need to shave this cat. Let's shave Eric. And they're like, no, he'll never get over. I'm like, no, no, no. You you got to shave cats when they get injured or whatever. Yeah, and they yeah, the vets vet do it. Say, yeah, vets do it. Birds do it. Bees do it. Shave a cat, baby. <laughs> No one to this day. I will. I you know. Eric is no longer with us. Uh-huh. Rest still, in power. Did you Eric. ever get a chance? No. <sighs> no. Have you let your family for like hear about it? Yeah, and like, I I threatened to shave my mom's cat. <laughs> You're pickle. still hanging on. You're like moved on well, to the next pickle. Cat. Pickle. Pickle had, needs a shaving. Pickle. She's kind of a big gal too, and so I'm kind of <laughs> curious what's going on. Over what's there. going on in that undercarriage? Yeah, exactly. Well, you would be probably happy to know that. Um, the Plymouth Cat Shaver was not the only amateur cat barber working in the England area at the time. <laughs> of course. So, in the nearby villages of the Cotswolds, there mm-hmm. are reports of a cat shaver who has struck 10 different felines. Now, the victims in this uh, cat uh, crime wave had names like Tippy, Baby, Treacle. And I imagine other names like Sprinkles and Mr. Percival Winklepoof, the four. So now when Tippy, who is a tortoise-shelled patterned cat, returned home twice in two weeks with a fresh shave job, her owner's (laughs) holidays were ruined. Poor Mrs. Lissetta Bray, 56, uh, so she's like, you know, this is her life, basically, said her Christmas was ruined the year before after her cat Tippy came home with a fresh trim job. So then 
Tippy comes back two weeks later, more shave jobs. So she's like, oh, dearie me, and the new year too, right? <laughs> so now she was convinced that the tacker had used electric razor, right? So they're yeah, like, yeah, that's probably the only way you could do they it. They start getting into it. They're like, now the neighbors are like, well, dude, what do you think it was? I think it was a clipper. I well, think it was a razor. Maybe it was battery it, powered. Having thought about it myself, it, yeah. I think it'd have to be a clipper, right? So, or straight razor. <laughs> <laughs> That would be amazing. All Peaky Blinders style. Exactly. With the hat, maybe? They, did they give it the Peaky Blinders haircut? Hey, that's the best haircut there is. I, I, I want to take it back, reclaim that haircut. I don't care what you know the all rights doing. I want it back, damn it. <laughs> it is. It's very probably. Anyway, so uh, another Cotswold resident, Mandy Felton. She had a theory that there was somebody out there with a vendetta against the cats. Oh, those are her words, not mine. So the cats did something, and this is a payback. Yeah, because like you know what vendetta means. Yeah, for those who don't, a vendetta uh, is typically defined as uh, like a blood feud, in which like I say, a member of a family gets murdered, and the other family then has to go and murder one of theirs to get payback. Vendetta. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's some Sicilian stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I almost cussed there. So Sicilian. <laughs> Sicilian. So. That's what she's thinking. So I'm like, okay, well, let's take old Mandy Felton at her word. So is there somebody out there who's like in a blood feud with a cat? What were the cats doing to this dude yeah. that he had to get back with? Like, cat, I'm shaving these. The cats shaved him. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. In his sleep, they're just sneaking in. Mm-hmm. So Mandy Felton's cat, Treacle, which is just a <laughs> terrible cat's name in my opinion, <laughs> was targeted twice. A lot of these cats, you notice, are targeted multiple times. So clearly, yeah, yeah. The, the idea of vendetta may be at a bit extreme, but I think there was a personal aspect to this mm-hmm. right so the cats are getting shaved according to mandy felton from like the the stomach the down the legs it's like typically in areas that are a little bit intimate so <laughs> oh i don't mean it that way i'm just saying is like so she's like you know basically the thing that bothers her most is that to get this cat into this position you have to either like you know t- to shave a cat you kind of have to hold it down like pin it down she's imagining someone manhandling her your kitty. See, I can't really say this. Like, any way I would say this is going to sound like a euphemism. Yeah, but no, we're not going to do that. She, yeah, she was worried about people mistreating her we're cat. Not, we're not doing that. <laughs> and so, okay, well, how am I going to say this? Just, the, just She didn't want breath. anyone to, like, apply pressure to her, the cat in a way to hold it down so that she could shave it. Though. There you go. Okay. So, All right. We've moved through it. Go, go, go. <laughs> so someone had also done this to uh, her daughter Tia's cat. Oh, I thought you were going to say to her daughter Tia. No. She's no. like, oh my God. They could... And then, you know, this little girl came back with a chunk out of her hair. But anyway, the cat. So now, like, these neighbors are, like, all upset because mostly what they're imagining that's happening to these cats. Not even the fact, because the cats aren't really getting hurt. Once again, much like Lola the cat, the cats are getting shaved, but there's no, like, blood. There's no, like, scabs. The cats are not being, like, drugged. Oh, so... Right? Yeah. Now, we're going to take a quick little break. Yes. And I'll be back to tell you more. And we'll start off with John Kerry, cat lover. John, oh, okay. Hey, guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back. And this season, we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages They starved us, they beat us, they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper 
into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so we're back with John Kerry, cat lover. And now when I say John Kerry, I don't mean former presidential candidate, Secretary of State John Kerry. No, he actually is known to cover cats and ketchup. As the Heinz, <laughs> forget I said that. It's not true. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, this John Kerry is a 52-year-old window washer with a cat named Bo. Hmm. Now, Bo got clipped four times in one month. What is Bo getting up to? <laughs> exactly. What Bo does not like staying home. That's what I know. Does Bo have a lot of real estate for shaving? <laughs> Bo is a healthy is target, Bo I'm guessing. like Eric? Bo's probably dramatic. Oh, and Bo, by the way, is apparently a girl because John Kerry says, quote, she's not bald, but she's not looking very pretty these days. Aw. I know. I didn't I <laughs> think Bo is a guy's name. I guess at this point, just no more gendering of names. I'm not going to assume Bo is a guy's name, a girl's name. I'm not going to assume anything about names. Names anymore. Who I think none of us should. Just I think that's forget the it. point. Let's ungender names. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Every name is just Everything. fair. Exactly. You know, what can you really expect to be based on a name anyway, right? Nothing. Billy Shakespeare would be so proud. Yeah. All right. That's a little English stuff, huh? That was nice. This is England. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, my man, John Kerry, the 52 year old window washer, not the Secretary of State. He is a good exemplar of the British pet-based outrage because this cat-shaving thing is really getting to the people because of what they're imagining. They're imagining what their cats are going through. They're imagining somebody manhandling their pussycats. And he says, quote, and I say, quote, quote, it's ridiculous. Who would go around doing this kind of thing? I'm sure it's taking a real toll on the cat now. The poor thing must be traumatized. I'm I'm, I'm surprised she still wants to go outside. John, I'm not surprised. (laughs) The cat got cut four times in one month. She loves being outside. (laughs) Now, John, though, Carrie, was like kind of on to some stuff. He was like real worried, as I told you earlier, about like the he's imagining what could happen. He told the press, and I quote, Mm -hmm. I would say it is is being done with an electric razor. It would have to be very quick. It must be uh, restraining her to do it. She had a bit of a limp, you know? (gasps) Oh, she had a limp. 
Yeah, so, but we don't know if that is... Animals fake limps. <laughs> you said this about your pets. Yeah, Wallace, yeah. the aforementioned Wallace, uh-huh. when you would yell at him for, like, tipping over the garbage can or something, like, Wallace, why'd you do that? He would hold a paw up and limp away, like, I did it because I'm injured. You're ableist. <laughs> like, and he would make me feel guilty, and the first couple of times he did it, he was like a rescue dog when I got him, so he had been... Abused. Oh, I got you. We had to do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Talk. The two of us talked about shaving cats. You know, brought him back. <laughs> <laughs> brought him back around. Cheered yeah. up his mood. But I think that you know, and I've seen it. Haven't you seen that video clip of the guy on crutches and his dogs walking next to him limping? No. Oh, I think this sounds familiar. I think I, I think I've seen it. Follow enough wholesome meme accounts? No, I don't. Cu- you know, cute animal videos. <laughs> no, I count on you to like text them to me. Yeah. Just you know. And so, then you not to open those texts. <laughs> Did I have my read still on? Damn. <laughs> so much like with the case of Mary Bale before, the police were eventually called in because, you know, these Cotswolds villagers, they needed to know if their tabbies and Persians and the Russian blues and Maine Coons of Minchinhampton were going to be safe. Because they had Jack the Clipper on the loose. Jack the Clipper. So, <laughs> Wait, that's so much better than the other one. So the 40-year-old uh, Bernice Hodges from Beaverston, nearby Beaverston, she logs onto Facebook one day, and she's like feeling a little high and mighty for herself because she notices her neighbors. One of them is complaining about, my cat came home and had been shaved. And she's like, lol, roll my eyes. What's up with you? <laughs> she's us. Yeah, exactly. And right as she's trying to stifle a n- yet another laugh, she thought to herself, that's so stupid. And then her cat jumped on to, and I quote, jumped on to me for a stroke, and I saw he had been shaved. <laughs> it's all fun and games until the cat shaver comes for you, isn't it, Bernice? Her <laughs> quote is, stop. <laughs> so, Wait, so she, okay, I'm going to take a step back. Mm-hmm. So Bernice so notices. So she's capping on everybody, yeah. and then she starts petting her cat. Yep. And there's a huge hole in the fur. <laughs> and her four-year-old Moggy jumps up on her lap. Is that not a lesson to us? Yeah. Do you have a cat? I don't have a cat. No. Do you have a cat? I don't have a cat. Oh, but the, I have a dog. You have a dog. He doesn't Is this a ever... test? Will there be a test later? Do you have a parakeet? No. <laughs> Do I... Okay, luckily what he's never like it? more than four feet from me. Yeah. yeah but if no. someone shaved him... I don't know. I'd wonder what he did to deserve it. <laughs> you victim blame. <laughs> Total victim. So she, uh, her four-year-old Moggy, which by the way, I'd never heard that word. Moggy. I had to look that up. You know that term, no, Moggy? what's that mean? That's what the Brits call a cat who's a mutt. A huh. Moggy. Oh, yeah. Why like, does that feel like maybe there's some sort of like, problematic? <laughs> well, it's British. So beginning like, to that. I'm willing to bet you this is problematic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you say that and then, like, someone's going to be like, oh, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 we don't, don't say, say that. It. To, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah. yeah. No, no. yeah so. <laughs> well, now that the uh, old cat shaver come for Bernice and her Moggy, right? She's on the case. She's <laughs> Careful. Like, we don't know what that really means. <laughs> She's like, she starts going over all of the suspicious details in her mind. She's like, what have I seen lately in Cotswold's villages? And then she realizes, hmm, hmm, I did see that white van. So there was a white <laughs> van in the neighborhood that was apparently parked strangely. She's like, that's it. I'd be willing to bet you they were after the cat. So, and Bernice. And, it's always the white van. Oh, of course. You know, if you're going to grab like, somebody, you need a white van. He's like so. hanging out the side with some whiskers, treats <laughs> all. Hey. <laughs> Can you help me find my kid? See how I flipped it like that? (laughs) Well, Bernice reasoned it was actually way darker than that. So she goes, it could be innocent, but in a very small village, I do take a second glance. It does make you worry a bit that something could have happened. Someone could be taking blood for DNA or something. (laughs) There's so much research going on with cats at the moment. It definitely makes you more aware of what's going on. (laughs) Now, Bernice goes from laughing at people on Facebook to claiming a vast conspiracy where people are capturing the cats of England for their DNA. Oh, Bernice. Oh, Bernie. So Bernice takes this to the town council because that's where the rubber meets the road for democracies. Uh, And the town council is like, oh, look, Bernice, we're going to take this very seriously. Mm -hmm. Now, if you think that's fun, the next year over in the U.S., there is a copycat cat shaver. Always. Because they were like, oh, wait a minute. What are they doing over there? Oh, it's a new trend. It's in Waynesboro, Virginia, imitating the Plymouth Cat Shaver and Jack the Clipper. There is the Waynesboro, I don't know, the amateur cat barber of Waynesboro. and (laughs) The Sweeney Todd. (laughs) The Sweeney Todd of Waynesboro, Virginia. They're okay. They uh, went and they attacked seven cats. Seven cats were found shaved. And unfortunately, there were no witnesses in any of the incidents. Mm. So it was just kind of weird, though, because like, you know, 
who's out there shaving cats? Like, who's like, you know, that's the copycat crime for me. Well, is it a copycat? It could have been a unique maybe, one. Yeah, maybe right. this person had to come and work in the United States for a little bit. Same person. Just got itching. So it wasn't like lazy Satanists. It was actually the same <laughs> Jack the Clipper. He's like on a sabbatical. The lazy like, Satanists are so, that's like my favorite motorcycle game. <laughs> yeah, the, so the uh, the police of Waynesboro, because it's America, they take it way more seriously. So unlike the town council, we get have uh, Captain Kelly Walker of Waynesboro, Virginia. So he's in there. He <laughs> he's wants your to, everyday street soldier. Totally. He wants everyone to, like, uh, at ease and at rest because this cat business, we got this handled. So he tells them, quote, collectively, this involves seven cats that are indoor and outdoor cats. People are like, oh, okay. So like, is that good? Is that bad? And he's like, well, I want you to understand these aren't some like, you know, out of town cats coming in here trying to get Swiss cheesed up. We got our <laughs> local cats getting messed up by this cat guy. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, and I quote, the cats are wearing collars and are well-groomed. Wait. <laughs> so, so obviously these are, you know, good old fashioned neighborhood cats, you know, not like some of those back alley cats you might see late at night oh who are just God. asking for it going around there, <laughs> not is... living right, getting shaved up, you know. So first of all, I'm really disappointed that he said cats and not felines. Yeah, that sounds have, like it would be we like have, a don't. we got three felines coming in. <laughs> yeah. That was I'm just surprised you didn't say these cats are no angels. <laughs> I what... Well, I'm, I'm trying to get my head around this. Well, they're they're well groomed, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like that. This is like he wants them to know, like these are victims that are worth my time, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Kelly Walker. Are, I want you all to know these aren't the ones that no one's going to miss. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, okay, what do you Wait, do on well, the weekends? What are you insinuating, Captain? He hangs out at trucks. Oh no, I have to stop <laughs> making jokes about real people. This is, this is I'm just a joke. Yes, good, good. Never mind. So we're, we'll skip away from Waynesboro, Virginia. Thank you. We're going to go back Get to England. Get me out of a lawsuit. And we're in, we're back in jolly old England. It's now Whew. 2021. Mm -hmm. So we've moved forward four years in time. Yeah. Okay. Guess who's back in business? <gasps> the great UK cat shaver. Yay. So all of a sudden there is a new wave of cat shaving crimes and people... I don't know how, had forgotten the previous incident. So there are new victims who have no idea what's going on. They don't know the history of the Cotswold Village's problems with amateur cat barbers. You know what the problem was? Hmm. Not enough hashtags for that first event. <laughs> it didn't go viral no, enough. No, Nobody had a death threat page on Facebook. See, exactly. that would have made sure. Exactly. So the uh, cat shaver... Gets back in business. So what is it, the pandemic? Like, why would the cat shavers suddenly go, you know, I, I feel the hunger. I need to shave a cat. <laughs> well, they used up all the DNA samples. He's like, before. look at all those cats sitting outside while I'm locked up. That ain't right. <laughs> I'm like, what is it? I want to know. Like, what do you think makes a person go, I got to get back to my old ways. <laughs> got to do it. I don't know. They like, want to see if the cat has cellulite. <laughs> This is just a natural urge. Don't well, judge. The new, one of the new victims, a woman named Andrea Wilson, she goes and uh, after her cat returns home with a fresh buzz cut, she's all upset. She uh, takes to Facebook, posts some pics. Oh. <laughs> yep. And says, here's my shaved cat, Daisy. <laughs> and now most people don't want to post pictures of the shaved cat on Facebook, but she decides Stop to do it. it. And some of the older residents in the area, they remembered how it was before. They're like, oh, wait a oh, minute. Oh, a whole five years yeah, before? Back, way back five years ago. It's been five long years. <laughs> in southeastern England, there was this cat barber. <laughs> Did they, I wish that people had written uh, songs about it, folk songs. <laughs> that that, and then we'd know, because it would get passed down through the five-year generation. generation. <laughs> <laughs> the cool. ballad of the cat shaver. There's another uh, local uh, resident, a uh, Rebecca Keogh, or I may be pronouncing it wrong, probably Keogh, 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 I don't know. It's K-E-O-G-H. Becca. Becca. She says her cat's name is uh, Shelby and Smudge. And so <laughs> she says, quote, Shelby came back completely shaved at one point, apart from his head and feet. Smudge must have struggled because one time she was shaved, she actually had cuts on her where she had been caught. This is the first mention of cuts on anybody. So, uh, you know, huh. apparently either this may not be the same person or they're just not as good at it. They've fallen out of practice. But yeah, who knows? Finally, now we have actual damage. So fellow cat lovers, they take to the Facebook page, We Love Radford, and they <laughs> warn the newcomers and the young cat owners who don't know about the Plymouth Cat Shaver and Jack the Clipper and the Cat Barber of Devon. And they say, <laughs> look, you need to be very careful with your cats in these parts. Yeah. Because the mystery remains unsolved. 
They never found out who did it. Still out there, possibly buzzing away, doing whatever they want in the Hmm. dark of night. Now, even with all these ring cameras and all this stuff, still no witnesses, no leads, nothing. What if the cats are shaving each other? This is a question worth pondering. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe there is somebody who's not a person doing it, not a cat. A bunch of dogs. There you go. Some dogs are out there. A dog gang. <laughs> get over That's here, That's how you cat. get jumped into get the dog gang. In. Yeah. You got to shave a couple cats and bring the little fuzzy pelts back. Interestingly, no dogs have been reported being shaved. The dogs wouldn't. No, not, not in England. No, they <laughs> no, love those dogs. Do. But what's interesting is I looked up, there was a bunch of crimes where dogs had had horrible times where they went to the dog groomer, where they paid the dog groomer. Oh, yeah. And they came back when they had like these, oh, he looked like boiled meat. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. did you want to eat them? They're like, you know, like, I know how British cooking no, it's, is. Like, how it's, you bet you were confused. It's a dicey proposition to, to get a... Oh, is it? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't have a dog to groom, so I, and I wouldn't go to a dog groomer anyway if I did, but... We had a, we had a dog... Um, Growing up, who's a Springer Spaniel that we took to a groomer once to get like a, a field cut or whatever for the mm-hmm. summer. And he he came back just totally like cut up, like scabs and stuff. And huh. I don't know, it was weird. And then I've see, I see pictures all the time of people with little fluffy dogs who take them in. They come out looking they come in ridiculous. like just come out a ridiculous. shaved rat. Yeah, that seems well, like... Elliot got a ridiculous haircut once and I wasn't the one who gave it to him. How could people not be good at it if that's all you do? I don't know, but I, I knew someone who wanted who wanted to work at a groomer's and was like an apprentice and volunteered. Did they have to practice on your dog. They've practiced on Elliot, mm-hmm. and he first I show up, and Elliot had a fauxhawk, <laughs> and I was like, if I saw a kid with a fauxhawk, I'd shave that off. That's child abuse. <laughs> Same with a rat tail. Wait a minute. But wait then, a minute. yeah. But then it's like to my dog. <laughs> See? What? See that blood boil so you I was feel? Like, Fix that. So he yeah. fixed it, and then and Elliot was it was cut so close and so short that he was like freaking out, and I had to put that thunder shirt thing for you like had to get him clothing that's supposed to help them when they're afraid of fireworks, mm-hmm. and it doesn't help Elliot because he's the most sensitive soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. neurotic dog on the face of the earth. Yeah, bundled him up. Just Still a bag not of anxiety happy. wrapped in fur. You know, it's like when you go to, to get your hair cut and you look in the in the mirror and I'm sorry, do what now? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, one haircut this century. That's yeah, right. that's you. You go and 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 they say, How do you like it? And you're just like, Oh God, it can't I don't want you doing anything more to this. And it looks great, thanks. And you go home <laughs> and you just stare at it and you're like And you people pay for this? Yeah. No, oh, I don't understand. Or if, you know, for a long time in like the early 2000s late 90s i had like baby doll bangs mm-hmm. as you you're doing know. that yourself right oh completely yeah that, and seems, you that could sounds tell, like something you do yourself. <laughs> you could tell you could tell my mental and emotional state by how short the bangs were <laughs> just a tracker you had on your forehead yeah for, that if, it, if they like started getting you. shorter and shorter when i'm like, like oh she's she's staying she's, up she's late going through it yeah yeah so if you had to guess who do you think is shaving all those cats in the uk Hmm. One person, multiple people. Is it a trend? I think is it's it... one guy. Uh huh. I don't know why I feel like it's a man and not a woman. Uh huh. But it, it's a guy. I'm going to profile this cat yeah, shaver good. right I now. I like it. Go for it. It's a man. Give me that FBI Age energy. 35 to 50. Uh-huh. Has a grudge against the cats because the cats go to his house uh-huh. and they mock him. <laughs> Haunt him. And they take dumps in his uh, <laughs> wall in his him. flower beds. <laughs> and they go in and they like open up bags of chips in his kitchen and hide in them mm-hmm. and then jump out. They scratch him up all the time. He's so had he's like, it. I'm shaping those mothers. Yeah. You know who I think it is? Who? Banksy. <laughs> no, wait. Well, I got an argument. Think about it. You ready? I, I'm there for he's that. He's British. Yes. So he's there. He likely knows how to operate an electric hair clippers since he was raised on trip hop. Right. And... <laughs> People don't know who like, he is. I like the hair clippers <laughs> trip hop connection. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Have you seen all those haircuts? It's all, all electric clipper haircuts. That's like, oh, like I cut my own hair in a gas station bathroom with oh these electric God. clippers. I got to get to the rave. Oh so what's he doing? Right? <laughs> he just shows up places and he leaves behind murals. Well, maybe he shaves a few cats before and then he pops on down the road. What if you put the cats under a black light and there's like a stencil on the bald spot? Yes, and it's a Banksy it's stencil. A Banksy stencil. He's like, you blokes from all to me. sell that one. Yeah. And then See? people, yeah. So what's our ridiculous takeaway after this? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, 
Well, that, quite frankly, I could talk about cats for hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's my takeaway. My takeaway is that uh, I still really want to see a completely shaven, heavy cat. I like that about you. Thanks. Yeah, my ridiculous takeaway is I found out there's no way to talk about manhandling a cat without sounding like a dirtbag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's you did. You proved that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. I'm Elizabeth Dutton. And me, I'm Zarin Burnett. You can find us online at Ridiculous Crime on both Twitter and Instagram. If you got a tip for us about a ridiculous crime you'd like to hear about, let us know about it. You want to confess a ridiculous crime? Even better. Double down. Hit us up on the email, ridiculouscrime at gmail.com. We'll be back next time with more criminal absurdities that are always murder-free. Ridiculous Crime is hosted by Elizabeth Dutton and Zaren Burnett. Produced and edited by Dave the Cat Barber Kusten. Research is by Marissa. Take a little off the top, Brown. The theme song is by Thomas the Norwegian Forest Cat Lee and Travis the American Wirehair Dutton. Executive producers are Ben Shaky Hands Bolin and Noel. Don't worry, that'll grow out brown. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.